Hey, friends. I am really excited for the person I'm interviewing today, but in a cover-my-ass policy, which Dave, the producer, and I both discussed was probably important, the person I will be speaking with today is 18 years old. I may have met them when they were younger, but we did not have any conversations of a sexual or inappropriate nature while I was working as their staff person. It's why I am so excited to have them on my podcast today so we can finally have an honest conversation. Once again, the guest we have on today is over 18 years of age, and when I was in a position of authority over them, I did not put them in any uncomfortable positions, and we did not have discussions of a sexual nature. That is all. Thank you. Hey, fuck demons, and welcome to Sex News with Ray. I'm your host, Ray, and for the next few episodes, as discussed, we are going to be joined by different Jewish people who were involved in the Jewish organization that I worked for before I quit to work at a sex club. For anyone listening who only knows one Jewish person, by now, you've you've heard from a bunch of us, so you know the drill. Today, we are joined by Claire. Claire, do you want to tell us about yourself? Hi, everybody. My name's Claire. Um, I am a first-year college student at St. Clair College in Windsor. Yay, I'm studying pre-law with the hopes of becoming the first female prime minister. That's a joke, but maybe not. Who knows? It's only a joke if it doesn't happen. Exactly, exactly. Um, I'm 18 years old, living young, discovering myself. Yeah. Exciting shit right there. So I know Claire because she was one of the teens that I worked with directly at the youth group. We planned conventions together. She was on chapter board. So there was a little bit of help there. You're laughing and covering your face on Zoom. There's just a lot of things that happen in between Ray and I that could stay in a vault. But eventually when Ray comes to my wedding, we'll definitely not be stayed in the vault. So I'm excited for that. Claire was always one of those kids who uh, would say inappropriate things. And I'd be like, do I say something? Do I talk to her? Do I keep my mouth shut? I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Or do I join in? (laughs) Yeah, I would say like, yes, in a totally appropriate way. You know, like you would make a dirty joke and I would be like, oh, I really want to make a dirty joke back. (laughs) Mm Yeah. Because I'm myself everywhere I go. It's hard to be professional when you have a really dirty sense of humor. Exactly. That's like the hard, that's really hard. But like, I'm a teenager. So like, I guess I get a pass. But like, eventually when I have to like scour for jobs, I can't just be like dirty minded. Yeah, you can't just be like, I'm just going to put in a dick joke for fun. No, I can't. And that's like going to be the hardest part because that's all I do. Well, the good news is this is a sex podcast, so dick jokes are accepted and encouraged and, you know, vagina jokes too. All body part jokes are welcome here. Perfect. Today in sex news, we are talking about the six benefits of female masturbation from Glamour on May 30th, 2019. I'm going to just quickly refresh our memory on what those six benefits are. Number one, it feels good. Number two, self-pleasure can improve your sex life with a partner because you actually know what you want. Number three, masturbation can help increase a stagnant libido. It helps refresh your neural pathways. Number four, de-stress and relax. And I took a bit of a longer note here to explain the science behind how it helps you de-stress and relax. There are four stages to the sexual response cycle, desire, arousal, orgasm, and resolution. It's kind of like that when you're writing a story, there's like the introduction, the rising action, Mm -hmm. the climax, the conclusion. It's exactly like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Each of these comes with waves of hormonal fluctuation. So put simply genital stimulation, what a sexy phrase right there, (laughs) orgasm or no orgasm, lowers the bad, Uh, So like the stress hormone cortisol and heightens the good endorphins, triggering that rush and release feeling and studying pleasure in the brain. Wise's research also shows widespread brain activations during stimulation, which means the brain is getting oxygen, which is very good for it. One 2017 study even suggests the higher levels of sexual activity can help protect your cognitive functioning as you age. So you want to stay young at mind? Fuck more. Number five, it helps you sleep better. Number six, when you get comfortable with masturbating, no one can legislate your orgasm. And the quote here, the female orgasm is all about pleasure. It has nothing to do with reproduction. It's time to own that idea and masturbation can help. Take a stand now for owning our bodies. Find the pleasure in them. Claire, what are your thoughts so far? Um, I love everything about this. Everything about this is so accurate. Like, especially the very last one where it says female orgasm is all about pleasure. It has nothing to do with reproduction. Because especially, like, teenagers, like, 
I know that I definitely don't want to reproduce anytime soon and I don't plan on reproducing anytime soon. So for me in my like sexual experience or awakening, it's all about how I feel and how to make myself feel good instead of, oh, I fucked to have kids. You mentioned that, like we've talked about this before, and you mentioned that people your age, specifically girls your age, there's a lot of interesting curiosity mixed with shame when it comes to masturbation. Do you mm-hmm. want to talk a bit about your very recent experiences? Um, okay, well, personally, um, like all throughout high school, masturbation for girls, what is that? No one talked about it. It was always like, oh, like guys making like little dirty jokes in the back of the class, like, haha, like I nutted last night to like this girl's tits. And I'm just like, sick. I don't want to be hearing this in my 9 a.m. math class. Um, but I feel like once quarantine and corona really started everyone got bored personally I got bored and I feel like like what else what better thing to do other than like literally look down into your pants and you know play around and I feel like that's like very important because all of these things that you listed like it just makes you feel better and stuff like that and like self-discovery I feel like a lot of people are like well, personally, girls, I feel like they're scared to use their fingers. I'm like, fair, honestly, fair. That's how I was. I was just like, I don't want to do any of this. I don't want to, like, this is so weird. Like, I feel like I'm invading my own privacy, but like, it's not. That's so interesting. That feeling that you're invading your own privacy by being familiar with your body part. Exactly. I guess it's easier for boys if they can just like look down and see a penis and be like, oh, when I do this, it changes. When I do that, it changes. But like Mm -hmm. our stuff is kind of more tucked away and harder to access. Like, yeah, exactly. Like that's the thing, like tucked away. Like obviously not every vagina is the same, but like I feel like the whole tucked away part really scares people just because like no one really wants to like dig through something that they don't, they've never dig through before. And I feel like once they do, it's like, a whole different world, a whole new experience, all of that. And I also feel like with girls who don't want to use their fingers, it's so easily accessible to get vibrators. Like walk into shoppers, they're like $15. Um, Walk into shoppers and buy a vibrating, buy one of those electronic toothbrushes if you're really trying to hide from your parents. If you're really, yeah, exactly. Personally, that is what I did. I literally left for camp and I was like, I'm so bored. There are no there's no attention here. I need something. And on our day off, we all went to Shoppers. We treated ourselves to... Shoppers is kind of, for American listeners. Shoppers is like Walgreens. Please continue. Yes. Yes. Um, you just walk in and next to all the condoms, there's like all these like sex toys. And you're just surprised because it's shop or it's like Walgreens. It's like a pharmacy. It's like no one you can say shoppers. I just wanted okay, to shoppers? translate for those okay. people, yeah. <laughs> For sure. By the way, I have never noticed the vibrators at Shoppers Drug Mart. I am now going to go look because I never really need to go to the condom aisle. Like, that's fair. That's fair. Or rather, like, I'm a, I'm, you know, that's like, that's my partner's job. You know, go pick up condoms yourself. So, like, I just don't walk down there. Okay, I personally don't like that aisle just because, like, it makes me feel weird. Like, at least it used to. But now, when I, like, walk through it, I'm like, oh, I should try this next. And it's not that I'm sexually active right now just because, like, the pandemic I'm not like going out clubbing and like meeting new people this this, and that but like I already know that I'm planning ahead like I just know once corona's over there's you got to plan ahead now (sighs) you just have to start planning but yeah when I was in high school I remember there my best friend at the time was like or I switched to public school in the seventh grade and even then there was a lot of conversation about you know masturbating is gross if you're a girl like it was expected that guys would because guys are gross and they're obsessed with their penises but there was a lot of like masturbating as a woman is disgusting and I was one of those kids who like never I can't remember when I started because I never stopped like I was like kindergartner who was probably doing things and just kept I knew it was private time so I just did things privately and as soon as she said that as someone who came from like one private school environment into a new one that was the cue that I took like this is gross we don't do this so I just lied and said yeah that's gross I'm never it didn't stop me I wasn't going to stop. I was just going to hide it. And I feel like there's a lot of shame around the idea of girls touching themselves. And I don't know why. Where are we learning this? Because there's so much pussy worship happening out there right now. Especially right now. Like, I feel like now times, like, I can just 
I sit around with my friends, like, in a circle. Like, I live with um, four other girls, and all we talk about is, like, oh, like, what makes you feel good? Like, maybe I should try that. And, like, we always exchange stuff. But I feel like in high school, everyone's just, like, why aren't you hooking up with boys? Like, why aren't uh, hooking up, like, making out, doing stuff? Yeah, that hooking up. Hookup culture, that's a different story. But, like, I feel like in high school, like, if you're not doing something with someone else, like, you're disgusting. But if you're doing it to yourself, it's like, why are you doing that to yourself? Well, that's so interesting because teenage boys are actually probably the worst at giving you pleasure, if you think about it. Exactly. They really are. Like, if you don't know what you're doing, how can you tell them to know what they're doing? And they're definitely not learning right things in porn. 100%. And I feel like um, I tell this to every single guy that, like, if you're watching porn to learn how to fuck, then you're not fucking right. Because every person's so different when it comes to, like, self-pleasure. And, like, personally, like, if you need to do it... I don't know how experienced you are, but I feel like you know when a guy learned how to do something from porn versus learned how to do something because it feels good. Yes, and you can notice it, like, like right away. Like, they'll try and slap you in the vagina repeatedly, and I'm like, I know some people like that, but, like, you'll see, like, a lot of aggressive behavior towards a clit, and I'm like, um, I don't know women who... <laughs> a lot of people just don't like that, like chill and like a lot of guys also like learn how to finger from porn and it's like porn is can be so fake can be so so fake and it frustrates me so much when guys are like yeah like I'll finger you and I'll do this this and this to you and then they they go straight for penetration and it's like that's not how it works yeah it's like you can put that's that's part of fingering but that's not the goal here the goal is that part that's right at the top the clitoris that's what you're going for the anatomy i also blame high school um like pe for not teaching about the vagina because we learn how to put on condoms and we learn like what the testicles are and like the shaft and like we go into it but when it comes to like and you learn about the uterus and the ovaries and the labia but like what about the clitoris like what about the things that like actually sort of also matter i think it's also very interesting that there's so much information on how the clitoris is not just that tiny piece at the top like it's this big internal organ it's got the wings it you know a lot of there's some uh experimenting going on right now to find out if women who are coming from penetration is it just the internal clitoris being stimulated or is it something else there's all of these like mm -hmm. there's this research going into it and yet we don't learn about that because that's not about that's not reproduction exactly the clitoris is not for reproduction so why do we need to learn about it i feel like that's what brings a lot of shame to girls especially when it comes to like self-pleasure because we don't really learn about it no one's going to teach us about it so I guess like we're either shamed about it or we just don't do it or you're learning on TikTok 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 is just also like not a great place to learn about stuff like that just because like there's this trend actually going on at the beginning of quarantine last year in March where you can like use an ice cube and it's like that is so like like not healthy for you. And a lot of people just don't understand that and just don't see the problem with it. Right. They're they're telling you use an ice cube, but they're not talking about how that's actually sensory play and how you could prep for it or not prep for it, what it would be good for, what it would not be good for. Exactly. I mean, the ice cube thing has been around like since I was a teenager reading Cosmo. Mm -hmm. So like it's been a thing, but I feel like just learning about it from TikTok, like you're not going to learn all the like health benefits or like the downsides of it or like how you can actually like hurt yourself doing it because a lot of people have been getting hurt. It just flies over everyone's head. Yeah. Uh, well, we've talked a bit about my feelings about the phrase choke me daddy and how how it worries me when I hear young people saying choke me daddy because I'm like, you know that choking doesn't come standard. There's nothing wrong with liking to be choked, but don't assume that you should want to be choked. Don't assume the person you're with is going to want to be choked. And don't assume that because you say choke me daddy, you know how to choke safely. But of course, I can't hear someone potentially named Claire casually saying that at a youth group event and then, uh, you know, bringing that up because I can't talk about choking and how I know all about choking with a teenager. Yeah, that's that's okay. That's that's I don't have to be a teenager soon. It's fine. No, you're not. You're 18 now. You graduated. You're fine. We can have these conversations. I just meant more like... I'm all good. Like, how, how would I have explained to someone like, oh, the reason the reason that I know all about safe or unsafe choking is because of my job as a latex designer and being part of the BDSM community who, you know... Like, we were not allowed to like hear about that. And I feel like once you did leave... <laughs>
um, a lot of the people in it basically either chose sides to either make fun of you or just support you. And I feel like I'd rather not make fun of a woman who's doing something that like I potentially might want to do and like, not especially like your career, but I mean, like, just like the confidence you bring and like you talk about sex and like this this, and that. And it's like your job. I don't get why they make fun of you. People either don't want to think of their authority figure as a sexual being because of how we've been socialized or they want to masturbate to them because of how we've been socialized. It's like you don't win. And like, that's normal, too. Like, don't get me wrong. But like, I just don't think like making fun of someone's walk dance is like gonna get you anywhere in life. Yeah. Well, we've talked about that. And I'm just that was a joke. Like, not a joke, but, like, that was... No, I know. 100% of it. If I lived my life to try and impress teenagers, I wouldn't have gone to work for a Jewish youth group in the first place. You know, like... A lot of people don't get that. This is one thing that I find very interesting about teenagers. And I say this having been working with teenagers for the past three years. Well, now it's I've been out for a while. Thank, thank Jewish God. Um, and uh, what I will say is that teenagers are so surrounded by appearance and shame and like the idea that like getting made fun of is the worst thing possible. And so you're going to do what you can to avoid getting made fun of. So you're going to try and do things that make you conform. And if you can't conform or you don't conform in the right ways or you don't care, you're never fully accepted by whoever the cool people are. Adults don't care what teenagers think. Like we don't actually care. Right. Like, so when people say, oh, well, you know, I I know that sometimes teenagers would be like, oh, well, like we think you're cool. And I'm like, I appreciate that, but I don't actually need your approval. And I think teenagers are so used to trying to get each other's approval and be the person who's giving approval that they genuinely can't understand someone who does not care about that. So they still think that that's part of it. And part of that is because teenagers have very little power. So all you have is who you can or can't give approval to. And this links back to the shame around female masturbation, right? If you're hanging out with your friends in high school talking about masturbating and one of them says, I masturbate, then everyone else goes, has something now that they can potentially make you feel ashamed of. Then even if they're masturbating, that's power. I feel like with the whole like teenager granting approval also can go um, both ways with like dating. And I feel like a lot of teenagers should just chill on dating, like why are you dating that person? Is it because you genuinely like them? Or is it because you just want approval that, oh, someone likes me? And oh, someone cares about me? And like, you can disagree, but uh, that's what I've noticed. I'm not disagreeing. I think it's more like it's a socially sanctioned way of being able to experiment. Because if you hook up, you're a slut. But if you have a boyfriend, mm-hmm. then it's okay if you do things. Exactly. So you're allowed to experiment sexually with this person you might not even like all that much mm-hmm. or it doesn't make you feel good. But at least your sexual desires have a, a safe, a socially approved outlet. Exactly. And I feel like once you leave high school and you realize that like you don't have to be dating the people you're fucking, then your eyes just like open up a lot wider and you're just like, wow. You're like, wait, I don't need to lie about us getting married after high school. Like, I don't need to like, I don't need to like spend money on this person and still orgasm. Like, thanks. I can spend time with people I choose or people who make me orgasm if that's my only goal. Exactly. And then I don't have to do that if I don't want to. Leaving high school was one of the best things I've done so far in my 18 years of life glad you're enjoying it (laughs) for that reason and that reason only like the shame of like the hookup culture and like having to date someone and like always needing the approval of like always being like that person that like everyone wants to hook up with or like wanting to be the person that everyone hooks up with. Yeah, which you want, it's that weird dynamic of like you want to be the person that everyone wants to hook up with, but you can't actually act on it because then you'd be a slut and you can't be a slut. You have to be a status object, but an unachievable status object because your status tarnishes if you are easy to hook up with Mm -hmm. or some shit like that. You know, patriarchy. 100%. 100 percent i agree with that so it sounds like you're finding um university level hookup culture to be maybe a bit more freeing yes rather than the expectations around dating versus hookups that you felt in high school yes yes 100 percent. and i feel like we're always maturing like we're always growing and i feel like university is like just leaving high school a good choice to make like that's all i'm gonna leave it at like there's so many things out there that i just like didn't know about When it comes to, like, not even just, like, sex, just, like, life in general. This is why 40-year-old men should not be dating 18-year-olds. Exactly. (laughs) Like, they just, 
little girls need to mature. Yeah, I would say personal, personal tangent off to my side there. This is why, for exactly these reasons, as you said, there's a there's more life to live and you're just starting. Exactly. And I feel like high school is so like conforming, like, no, you don't have to hook up with that person just to feel validated and just to feel like, wow, like I'm I'm doing this whole teenager thing right. Like, no, like you can like, I wish I, I tell this to my sister every day, but I wish I like waited to like lose my virginity. And I wish I waited till I was like more mature. And like, I could un- actually understand like what a clit, what the clit was. Like, I did not know this when I was like 16. Like, why was I hooking up with all these guys? When you didn't even know how to get pleasure from it. Exactly. And Claire, like, what's your, what's your guide? What, what are your tips for empowered young women who want to maybe engage in hookup call. There's all these articles that come out about how hookup culture is toxic and it's the worst and it's bad. So what are your tips for a girl who wants to feel empowered and maybe feel good about herself in a hookup culture outside of high school? Depending on your personal preference, but I'm just going to say like for straight girls, stop concentrating on guys. Like stop asking, like not stop asking for pleasure from guys, but stop um, getting validated, stop getting sexual validation from guys. Like I don't know how to explain this, but basically just masturbate. <laughs> like When you know what you want and you know what feels good, you don't need a guy to do it for you. Exactly. And I feel like, yes, it's like masturbating can be so scary. Don't get me wrong. Like it took me a really long time to actually like power up and be like, okay, like today's the day you're going to do this. And like, come on, like get along with it. But it's also like super easy to just not do it and just sit there and just be like, okay, I'm like turned on right now. Like I'm allowed to feel this way. Yeah. I think the other thing that I'm pulling from what you've said here is you don't need to worry about having feelings for someone. Sometimes you can just enjoy the pleasure of an act. Yes. Not every guy that you're with sexually needs to be a boyfriend. Exactly. And if he's going to be your boyfriend, then you're you're looking, you need more than just the sexual gratification. But if it's just sexual gratification, that's okay. Then that's also okay. And I feel like a lot of high school girls don't know this. Like, I especially didn't know this. Like, I always thought, like, okay, the guy I'm hooking up with, I need to date them more. I need to like them more. I need to do this, this, and this. And it's like, you really don't. Like, you really, really don't. You can just sit back, chillax, and, like, let him learn, teach yourself, teach them. Like for me, like whenever I like have any sexual experience, I'm always like, this is the way you can do better hmm. with like any of my like sexual partners or whatever. Like this is the way you can do better. And then you tell me what I can do better. And then we'll work on it together instead of that was shit. I'm never talking to you again. Have you found that ego ever gets in the way when you say that? Are you like, listen, this was good, but this could make it better? Or do they cry? Like what? The difference between high school boys and university boys. High school boys will be like, that's, you're funny if you think I'm fixing this. I know what I'm doing. I'm doing this, this, and this right. But university boys, they're all like, oh, like, I'm sorry. Like, you should have told me this, like, during. Like, are you okay? Like, this is not like the like they'll actually like learn and like actually like give out on it but high school boys they're all like no I'm I know I'm doing this right like I'm a pro at this like I watch porn oh god well I mean I think there's high schoolers generally think they know everything exactly and it's just the like, older you get the more that you know absolutely nothing <laughs> exactly and like I don't know I feel like university boys like yes they're still teenagers but I feel like they care more about getting you off because you're also caring about getting them off. Right. And then at this point, you've now made it that if you ever hook up with this person a second time, they already know how you like it. It's a, it's going to be faster. They already know how you like it. Faster, easier, better. Like, ugh. Follow-up question. I feel like there's so many terms for when boys masturbate, like jerk off. You, you said nut earlier, like nutting. Nut, yeah. Yeah, to nut. Okay, yeah. that's, I love that phrase. It's amazing. I feel like there's nothing fun for girls who masturbate to call it. Like what? Flick the bean? Nobody fucking wants to say that. Okay, here's my take on this. I personally don't like any of the little movie catchphrases that they use. Like the flick the bean. Like no one no one says that. Let's be honest. So what me and my friends do, we just use what the same term guys do. Like normalize. Nutting. Normalize nutting. Normalize coming. Like we just use the same terms that boys use I think coming is definitely gender neutral exactly and like I don't know for me like nutting like I'm always like okay like whenever like me and my roommates are like talking I'm like okay I need a I'm I'm gonna go nut <laughs> like it's just like a like I hate the whole like gender thing like coming and like nutting and like flip, flicking the bean like no like it can just be general terms like 
It doesn't need to be separated. It's like when someone says, when someone says dude and they really mean everyone, but there'll be that one person who's like, um, I'm not a dude. I'm a woman. I'm actually a girl. Like, okay. And you're like, you're a dude. Like, you're not like a dude. We're all dudes. Up. Yeah, exactly. I understand why some people are uncomfortable with dude as a gender neutral term. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. But I would love it if we could just say, instead of like ladies and gentlemen, if we just were like, dudes, it's time to get the party started. Dudes, it's time to open ceremony. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. But yeah, nothing is just like what I use. All of my friends use it. Um, we usually even, <laughs> sometimes when it's like, we did it too fast, we're like, oh my God, like I just nutted in two minutes. Like that's the fastest. Like just nutting is like the best way to use in my opinion. You know what I find so, this is right here. This is my female privilege. This is where women are privileged. Okay. If we can get off in 10 seconds, it's a celebration. If a guy gets off in 10 seconds, that's, that's bad. Shame. This is like the one place where it's okay if we come quickly, we're like, oh, we had a really good time. Great. I just came in 10 seconds. But the guy's job isn't done. If you come in 10 seconds, you get to mm-hmm. do it again. You get to try some more. I actually have a really funny story to tell. So at my camp, I'm not going to name the camp because it's just legally not yep. supposed to. But at my camp, there's this one staff cabin. And it's an all-girl staff cabin. There's four beds. And there's this tradition that anyone who lives in that cabin in the summer... Um, they basically call it zoo races and they turn off the lights, get under their blankets. All four girls um, masturbate all at the same time. And it's basically a race on who's going to win. I personally have not experienced that yet, but when I do, I just know that like, if I can nut in 10 seconds. Experience masturbating in a group with people or masturbating and winning? All of the above. <laughs> like okay. I've not experienced <laughs> that, but I know that like in the past, like a lot of the staff were like, yeah, like I did that in 10 seconds. Like I beat you so hard. It's like flex. I just want to bring up the fact, I have a quick question for you. Uh-huh. Was this a Jewish camp? This is my Christian camp. This is my Christian camp. Okay. Can you explain? Okay. So you were involved in a Jewish youth group, but this was a Christian camp. Please explain. So when I was younger, I always wanted to go to sleepaway camp, but I like, my parents could never afford it. It's very expensive and we found this camp that like basically let us go for um like a really big discount so i just kept going back and going back and going back that's the that's that's the story and it's it's a united church camp so it's not technically like it's not christian camp but like me and my friends all say like haha like you're a jew that goes to christian camp like it's just a joke that Christian camp. Right. Well, that's one example of uh, we get a lot of, you know, I feel like Jews have a lot of curiosity about Christian culture and purity culture. And this is clearly not an issue of purity culture at that camp. No, 100% not. And like, for me, like, I know, like, Jewish camps is the biggest hookup culture there is. And like, Christian camp is not like that. Like, you'd be surprised about how like, quiet and closeted we are, until you get to like, staff and like the older campers age, and like, everyone's hooking up and you're just like, Like a big slap in the face. Yes. Yeah. Hormones. Okay. (laughs) Okay. One thing you mentioned that I do want to bring up one more time. We talked about WAP, wet ass pussy. I mean, I know it was in the context of my ridiculous TikTok, but wet ass pussy. Was that a learning opportunity for people your age? Like the idea that a pussy should be wet? Yes. Or did we already know this? No, people did not know this. Let me tell you, when I was starting to have sexual experiences with men, they just, I didn't know what... I didn't know that a vagina had to be wet before having sex and it would always hurt, always hurt. And I'm like, something's wrong with me. And it would just always hurt. And I'd always go to my doctor and I'm like, listen, like there's something wrong with me. Like it hurts every single time it goes in, anything goes in. And she would just be like, no, it's fine. Just like leave it. And I'm just like, no, there's definitely something wrong with me. And the older I got and the more like the whole WAP thing came in and I was like, hold on a second. If my pussy's wet during sex, then it won't hurt. Oh, yeah. And people just don't, like, no one knows about this because we don't learn about it. Right, because it has nothing to do with reproduction, actually stimulating yourself so that you are ready to be penetrated in order to make babies. Also, lube is, using lube is a really big shame. It's, like, such a big shame. Why? The idea that you would need to use lube? Like, like, yeah, I don't know why, but like, I know a lot of people who are like, oh, like, I need to, like, I need to use lube, like, during sex, like, it's so bad, like, I don't have a WAP, and I'm like, it's, you're not supposed to have a WAP, like, having a WAP is like, yes, it's normal, but it's also 
not normal to not have it's also normal to not have one yeah and also as you age and or as you go through different like hormonal birth control pills can change your, the wetness of how wet you are yeah um as you age or go through menopause the wetness will change you like a lot of uh women who go through menopause they end up on hormone balancers or seeing hormone specialists because the hormones change things get drier also i do want to add that if you are using condoms you need lube because you need to prevent friction so the condom doesn't break doesn't break and guess what no one knows about this want to know why no one knows about this because no one learns about this no one teaches it right well condoms come condoms come pre-lubed but that doesn't mean it's enough exactly lube. you need to be hard enough to push past the muscle at the entrance of a vagina and also there needs to be enough force to push past you know what will help you with that lube you're literally greasing up a pig to put it down the hallway exactly and like i never knew this like i'm not gonna sit around here and be like yeah i knew this and i do it all the time like no i never knew this but do i do it every single time now absolutely i put in my best foot forward to like try to do this every single time here's a question how do you get wet how does that actually happen i mean obviously i know this is your pop quiz what have you learned what have i learned like not every guy is gonna get you wet that's like one important thing. So arousal, you have to be maybe getting attra being attracted to the person or attraction is definitely like the main thing. Like I know that like if I'm ever like if I see a guy across the street, I'm like, okay, like I can feel it down there, you know. But like I feel like once you're actually intimate with someone, they like definitely like need to touch you and not just on your vagina. So all over, yeah. Okay, so ways to get wet. Number one, be attracted to the person. Be attracted to the person. Number two, just get touched get touched right so a lot of times when guys are going to hook up with you they'll go right for when they know about the clit they either go right for the clit or they go right to groping a boob it's kind of like being tickled versus being massaged right like in a massage mm -hmm. if anyone's gotten a massage before they warm up the muscle first before they go harder same thing i've never had a massage so okay well it's the same idea where like if someone goes from not touching you at all to going straight to genitals you might not be turned on and that's not going to turn you on it's just kind of mm -hmm. shocking and uncomfortable so you know this this is where things like foreplay, making out, making out can be a way of getting wet. Neck kisses. Wow. Neck yeah. kisses get me going. Any one of those sort of non erogenous zone touching is a way of getting there. Like even just like sitting in bed and like letting your legs touch while you just kind of like pet each other is a way of like getting warmed up before they touch mm -hmm. you. And then one of the fastest ways to get wet is having your partner touch your clitoris. Crazy concept. Nuts, right? Yeah, I do think that there's definitely different levels of wetness for different people. That's everyone's bodies. But you can get wet for sex by touching the parts of you that feel good, like the clitoris. That's just, that's you know, key place there. It's just like taking your time to like, a lot of people want to rush into sex, but like foreplay is so like important and like it can be so hot too. Like, well, the older you get, the more you realize foreplay is sex and it is most of the sex. Yeah. I have not come to that age yet, but like the average North American man only lasts about four minutes when it actually inside of you like mm -hmm. in, in the States and like in some places, it's something like six minutes or 12 minutes, but people will have sex for 40 minutes to an hour. And that's because they're not just going straight to penetration and, and pumping away for an hour. That's not what they're doing, but everything else around it is still sex. If you are questing for self-pleasure or mutual pleasure, that's sex. Yeah. 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 I agree. Also like lesbians, if what they're doing, if they never get to the dick inside vagina penetration, Technically, wouldn't they always be virgins if you don't consider what they're doing sex? That whole part, I have not even, like, not not that I haven't discovered yet, but I just, like, haven't educated myself on that yet just because I'm, like, learning for myself first. But, like, lesbian sex is, like, are they virgins? Are they not? Like, I'm always, like, that's just, like, a question that's always, like, going to be in the back of my mind that, like, I'm going to learn one day. Virginity is a construct, you know. It's a social construct. Yeah. Well, also because you, there are those spaces where they say, you know, as long as we do anal, she's still a virgin. And it's like, I, no. anal is so much more, like that's, it's an exit. That takes even more work to get into. Anal is so scary. Like one of my biggest fears. Uh, no one should feel obligated to do something sexually that they're not interested in. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's this, uh, a lot of conversations now about like anal also coming standard the way choking should. And like, it doesn't have to, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. you should not expect that a partner should be, is going to be willing to do anal 
or will like it. Like, if someone's willing to try, fine. But don't expect that, oh, your magic dick is going to make her love anal all of a sudden. Like, no, it's not. Like, work up to it, maybe. But, like, chill. Like, It's okay to want to try things. It's not okay to pressure people into things. Yep. I, yeah, I stand by that. And on that note, shall we head into a commercial break? Yes, commercial break. Do you want to join the deviants to finding a leech and actually tell people about it? Are you, like me, a fuck demon? We are launching Sex News with Ray Swag with these common phrases. We've got hats. We've got toques. That's beanies for you Americans. We've got sweatshirts. We've got crop tops. And as usual, all the art was designed by me, so it definitely has my personal flair to it. Check out the new designs at sharewithray.com slash merch slash SNWR and pick up a piece to support the podcast today. Claire, are you ready for today's listener question? Um, I don't know. Am I? Yes, I am. You are. Okay. So it's a multi-part question. We can go one section at a time, but I'll read it all together. We want to know about the female orgasm. Why is it so hard to do it? Why do you feel weird with a partner? Why do women get frustrated and give up from the general collective of teen ladies? Shall we go one at a time? Yes. Okay, number one, we want to know about the female orgasm, at which point I said, what do you want to know? Because that's not enough of a question. So number one, why is it so hard to achieve orgasm as a woman? It's hard to know what an orgasm is, because if you've never experienced one, you're just like, what is it? Because like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I'm my wording is really bad. I'm, I apologize. But I know that like the first time that I orgasmed, I was like, what, what was that? I don't know what that is. Like, ew. But did I just have a fit? Like, yeah. Did I just like have a little like spasm over here? Like, is this an anxiety attack or like, or does it feel good? Yeah. So arousal itself can feel for some people like your body is flushed or it can feel like a thumping. Like you can feel the blood rushing to your vaginal area or your clitoris. You can it, like some people feel it like a thumping in their pelvic region in different mm-hmm. parts of it. It's different for everyone. And I just, you can't just like say like, how does an orgasm feel? Cause it's like definitely going to feel different for you than it is for me. Yeah. What I can say is orgasms in general, when people are orgasming, it's like a very fast, repetitive contraction of your pelvic floor muscles and sometimes other muscles as well. So when you are orgasming, you might feel all of your muscles sort of like clenching and releasing really, really, really quickly without your control. And it will feel good or feel weird if you're not used to it. Um, And some people feel full body orgasms, which are also hard to describe. But I would say the easiest way to know if you've had an orgasm is when you reach that pinnacle. Did you have that like quick muscle contract release a few times in a row? And then after did everything just relax all of a sudden? Um, And this is a different feeling than when people squirt, I should add. Um, that's a different, that's, I feel like that's a whole different thing. I just want to point out that like squirting is not the female orgasm. It is one aspect of the female orgasm. But if you don't squirt, that doesn't mean you're not orgasming. Mm -hmm. Like we don't all ejaculate all over the place, men. Continue, Claire. Sorry. Um, I also feel like mentally, um, it's like, there's nothing in your brain. Like when you have an orgasm, there's nothing in your brain mentally. And that's the best part because having that little like break is like no thoughts. Yes. And just oh my God, like no thoughts. And you're just like this living, breathing thing in the universe. And that's yeah. my favorite part of orgasming, to be honest. Yeah, I I think we probably also touched a bit on like, why is it so hard to do? Because people don't know that they're supposed to be touching their clitoris. Like women don't know that you're going for the clitoris. Um, and the clitoris is, it's basically the, the your penis, like in terms of what you want to be touching. So some people, 20% of women can orgasm from internal stimulation, like getting penetrated. For some women that gets easier after childbirth. But I would say that like, it might be hard to do because you are not touching the right part of your body. Mm-hmm. There is a website called OMG Yes. It is a paid website, but it basically has a library of videos that will teach you how to touch yourself in different ways. And there's like a video game portion where like, let's say you want to learn about edging or this kind of masturbation or that. You'll have these women talking about how they do it. And then they will show you a video showing you and describing what they are doing and how they do it. And then you have to go take your mouse and try and do it on them. I've never heard of that. It is amazing. But like, that's really cool. Yeah, my friend gave me her password and she's been showing us demos at the Oasis events. Like she will literally like put it on screen and show us how it works. I'm like, this is amazing. Why aren't they giving this out to high school girls? This is what high school girls need. If you are interested in trying different things, right? Like if you're like, oh, masturbation means penetration. No, try touching yourself in different directions. There's the up, down, the side to side, circles. You don't need to go straight for like the head of the clit. You can go around the area. There's all these different things that will feel good 
Some people like to put like a barrier between them, like a rub on a blanket. Some people need a lot more direct contact and that's where the Hitachi magic wand comes in. And that one is like getting punched in the clitoris. Like that is that it, like there's all these different sensations. So you need to find out what you like. And when you know what you like, it is so much easier. I also feel like build up is a really big part of it. Like, um, like I know a lot of girls like touch their thighs or like their boobs and like just like that initial build up instead of just going straight for the vagina or like straight for mm-hmm. the clit. Like they need to touch everything else around the body and like that's normal too. You can look up like tantric guided masturbation for women and they'll always start off by like deep breathing and touch your thighs and touch your stomach and maybe get some oil out and give yourself some self massage and then they move into the area. So maybe start slower. Um The other reason it might be hard to do is because you feel like you're expected to do it. And when you're like men get performance anxiety, too. Why can't they keep it up? Because they are expected to perform and that's causing an anxiety. Nervous. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay to be nervous. So if you are sort of forcing it from yourself or you're expecting it, like that can make it harder, too, because now you have all this pressure that you're putting on yourself. And I find that it's especially hard to orgasm with a partner when they are expecting you to do it or their feelings get in the way, which takes us to why do you feel weird with a partner? I have some answers. Claire, do you want to go first? You can go first. You can go first. Okay. It can feel weird with a partner because it's not you doing it yourself. Um, and so That's what I was going to say. Okay. So maybe you should have gone first. Claire, do you want to go? Do you want to go first? Um, I feel like it's, that's the main reason is like, you're not doing it to yourself. So it's like, oh, different set of fingers, different set of like texture, different set, like just like a different set of everything. And it's just like different. And I also feel like with girls, like a lot of my friends, like, cannot finish with a guy doing it just because of like anxiety and like that's also normal and like like you said like you said previously like performing anxiety like guys get um get nervous too and like girls get nervous too like a lot of girls cannot finish during sex because they're just nervous there's also I think some people don't want to feel like they're performing for their partner. And okay, well, like, what if I look ugly when I'm coming? What does my face look like? You're so worried about the the appearance that you are putting off. And we are so concerned with our physical appearance that you cannot lose yourself in the pleasure because it's going to look weird. It's not going to look sexy the way it does in porn. I also think sometimes a partner might be putting that pressure on you to orgasm. And that's going to feel weird as well. Like, it is actually very intimate. You need to fully release all of these expectations when you're with another person. And that is very hard to do. Mm-hmm. To touch on like um, what you just said, I also feel like bad days, like a bad mental health state also won't help you like finish. And like, that's normal. Like you're allowed to have bad days. Don't get me wrong. But like, if you're for like, if you feel like you're forced into um, like finishing and you just can't, like that's also normal. I think that's definitely normal. No, that makes perfect sense. I feel like there's a lot of TV shows that show a couple having angry sex and it's passionate because they're angry. And every time I've been angry at my partner, the last thing I want is for them to touch me. Exactly. And especially not have sex. 100%. So I feel like if you're trying to like maintain expectations of like what you should be feeling like I'm mad. So should we be having hot, angry sex when really you don't want to be touched at all? Like that's not gonna, that's not gonna work. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I feel like that covers why you feel weird with a partner. Okay, next one. Why do women get frustrated and give up? Because it's hard. Like sex is not the easiest thing. And it's not like a one, two, three step by step thing. It takes time to like really learn and like be committed to learn about making yourself finish and like having an orgasm. Things are definitely different when you've been married for a few years or been with the same partner for a few years. I would say that one thing that I talk about with all of my partnered friends who've been in committed relationships for a long time is how do you keep like there's a reason people are like, how do you keep things exciting? And it's because you learn the shortcuts for each other. And it gets so easy to orgasm that you're basically just like, okay, I know if I do this, that'll get him there right away. And if I do this right after that, feel good. But if I do these three things, it'll maybe extend it by five minutes. And that's like great. So you'll find your sex lasting 20 to 40 minutes max. And you're trying as hard as you can to last that long because you know the shortcuts. People get frustrated and give up when there's other things going on. That being said, obviously, that's not for everyone. But I would say that, like, it does get easier when you know someone better. And then you have different challenges with your orgasm, like you're bored. And boredom can also kill an orgasm. Or it just feels like masturbating and not intimate with that partner. So those are, like, new challenges that happen when you don't get frustrated. But I also asked some of my other friends who who have difficulty orgasming and they have other things. And they were saying that there's always the mental component, right? You get frustrated. You're having a bad day. 
things just aren't happening. You might have a hormone imbalance. There might be like something happening or your hormones have shifted. Your hormones can also make it really hard to orgasm or not. Maybe you started a new pill that's killing your sex drive. So getting started takes so much longer than it used to. So of course it's going to be annoying. So people might get frustrated and give up because it's just taking too long and they don't have the time for that shit today. Like you need to, uh, like I want results right now. Why is this not happening? Yeah. The other thing too is I remember, I'm trying to think, like, remember how it was when I was in high school, and I do have distinct memories of shitty boyfriends. There was a lot of what, feeling pressured to get off because it was a conquest for the partner. So the partner would be like, I want to make you come because that means I'm a real man who knows how to pleasure a woman. And then I can say, yeah, I make girls come. I make girls squirt. Anytime I meet a guy who's like, I can make girls squirt, I'm like, I don't care. Go away. I'm not impressed. Stop I'm not bragging. impressed. Yeah. So I think that also why would women get frustrated because the guy is getting that they're with might be getting that also links back to why do you feel weird with a partner? They can sense the frustration of their partner that it's not coming easily. And I think it's also kind of embarrassing when you can't come when you're like trying and it's just not happening. And it's hard to be like, dude, it's not happening. Like, I don't know what it is. You know, you don't want to say it's not you, it's me. You don't want to say it's not me, it's you. Sometimes it is you. Sometimes it is them. Sometimes it's a combination of both. And sometimes you don't want to deal with those feelings. You just want to have an easy day. I agree. I think you mentioned it earlier. Just mental health, like where your head is at. Um, I feel like your period has such a big effect on you. Like I know so many of my friends who like love to do it because it helps with their pain. Others feel pressure to do it on their period just to help with the pain. And they just can't do it. Like I can't, I personally cannot do it if my life depended on it. Have sex or masturbate? Masturbate on my period. Okay. Like I could not do it. Like it just, I don't feel anything. And like a lot of people just completely disregard that. For some people, you just can't feel it. Here's what else can help you with your cramps if you don't want to masturbate on your period. Uh, Dark chocolate, caffeine, a hot blanket, massages, and Advil. So if you are having really bad cramps and it's not because of endometriosis or PCOS or any other actual issue, if you take some extra strength Advil, take it with some coffee, have a piece of dark chocolate, you will feel better. That It will help the Advil kick in faster too. Exactly. Fun side fact. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of um, sex magazines are like, period cramps? masturbate and it's like no like that doesn't work for everyone sometimes you don't want to go near there it's it's a mess Disgusting. you don't want to go near it's it is okay if you are not comfortable with your own period i think we should be comfortable with our bodies but it is okay to be like this is a lot of blood and it's goop and i don't want to deal with it thank you i don't want to deal with it today like move on i literally look no, like yeah. i weigh two pant sizes bigger than i did yesterday and there is no difference in my body other than the fact that it's hormones and bloating like that's fine to be upset you know i know people who are like i love period sex i'm so horny on my period and other people are like i don't want to be touched on my period unless it's a massage don't get me wrong i get so horny on my period but that doesn't mean that I want to have sex. It's like being, uh, you know, like the the really religious Jewish people who like, they don't touch when they're on their period. You're like doing that to yourself. So you can build up your own sexual tension for a week for when your period's done. Yes. And like, even like, like a lot of my friends and I, we have like have challenges like, oh, like, can you go a week without nutting? It's going to be so much better once you do. I find that like with exercise, so with cramps and like masturbating, it's the same for me with cramps and exercising. Cramps will also be alleviated when you exercise. The problem for me that I've noticed is that when I stop exercising, it feels like I've been hit with the power of a thousand suns of pain. So when it comes back, it comes back in a whoosh. And it's like the few times that I have tried like masturbating while with cramps, as soon as it comes back, you're like, this is a mistake. This is so much worse. Like, why am I doing this? Stop this. Yeah, I had a few moments of relief. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I feel like I talk about periods a lot on this podcast. It's almost like they happen to everyone all the time. Okay, what are your last pieces of advice for teen girls who are struggling with the orgasm, whether partnered or solo, as someone who has recently discovered theirs? Get a vibrator. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, we totally forgot to talk about toys and vibrators. Let me take a moment to talk about there are bullet vibrators and vibrators that are just for external use. And there are vibrators that are for internal use. The bullets are cheaper and they're just for external use. And you can hide them from your parents really easily. Those are the ones that I'm talking about that you can buy at Shoppers. They're like $15 and they will help you learn so much, so much about yourself. 
for only $15. There's one company that makes high-end vibrators that you can hang on a necklace and wear through airport security. And they're like gold toned and they're beautiful. Yeah. They're so pretty. And it's like, I want one, but like, I'm not spending $200 on a vibrator yet. Like I'm not that mature yet. Yeah. So there's also um, other like clitoral stimulators. There's one that there's like the ones that you suction rather than vibrating. That's a different feeling. You want if you can get one that's bathtub safe, that's like a fun adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, the shower head in your shower is another shower head, or even like the tap running on the bathtub. You just like lie down. Just yeah, you have to have a big enough bathtub for that. <laughs> yeah, I personally have not tried it, but like I know a lot of my friends who do use shower heads in the bathtub, tap and everything. Yeah, do what do you what can. Do what you can with um your resources. Oh, also like when you're trying out vibrators, you're trying out like all of these different things and trying out different finger techniques. Try them on your back and try them on your stomach and try them on your I've side. Never heard that one. Try them like ro- yeah, some people like prefer masturbating on their stomach or their side or their back. Doing it on your back is like great if you're performing for like a boyfriend and stuff or a girlfriend, but if you are alone, who fucking cares? Do whatever position you need to do to get off. My personal favorite is doing it on the ground and putting my legs up. Oh, fascinating. Right. That's like a really good like yoga pose. Yes, and going back to like how do I learn how to do it? You just need to have like a little one-on-one session um, with the mirror, your vagina, and that's it. Just like look at her for like 10 minutes. Just like explore. And that's how, that's what really helps me. Just like get familiar. Yeah. Guys get to explore themselves. They do the bat wing with their ball sack and collect water in the shower. I think I've mentioned this. I learned that from a TikTok. You know, you get to do all that kind of weird shit, you know, like. Why can't girls do it? Yeah. Let your flaps fly free, you know. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Agreed, agreed. Any last tips? You said vibrators. Vibrators, mirrors, even like looking at her. Looking at her is so important. If you don't want to use your fingers, don't feel pressure to use your fingers. Um, I think that's all I have. I covered, yeah, I feel like we probably covered a wide range. You know, young women, send these to your friends. Parents, please don't get mad at me. Okay. Claire, do you want to be followed on social media? Um, Yeah, my Instagram is plugging myself. Hold on one second. My Instagram is Claire3Frank. If anyone wants to follow me. Claire, like the number three. Frank, like the name Frank. Yeah, three's my lucky number. Yeah. Okay. So at Claire3Frank on Instagram? Yes. I don't post the same content that Ray does, but I do like to talk about activism a lot. I don't think anyone posts the same kind of shit that I post. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> but that's why I follow you. <laughs> if you would like to join the Deviants Defining Elite, you can do so by following the podcast at Sex News with Ray on Facebook and Instagram. Oh, and I think on Twitter. We should probably throw that in here. And submit a listener question through sharewithray.com slash podcast or email sexnewswithray at gmail.com. Follow me for the kind of content I provide at Wife Bay Ray on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, Razor Latex on Instagram, and OnlyFans. The podcast is engineered and produced by Dave Meisner and is hosted at sexnewswithray.podbean.com. The theme music is by Blank and Brilliant. Special thank you to Blue Microphones and photography for our logo is by Dolly Shots Photography. 